Hello everyone and welcome to episode 96 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode we're going to talk about four of the UK's most famous authors. I figured because in last lesson, in the, in the last lesson, not the last lesson, sorry, I've been teaching today, so obviously my mind is, is in that. Uh, in the last episode, not the last lesson, in the last episode, I figured because we talked about a famous literary character in Sherlock Holmes, maybe it would be cool to speak about a few of the famous authors that we've had from the UK. So I will just say this is in no way, shape or form a list of the best authors. This isn't... Um, in any kind of order. I've just picked four famous well-known authors from history and we're going to talk a little bit about each of them. So that's what we're in for for today's episode. So yeah, buckle in. This should be an interesting one. Um, as always, just a quick reminder though, if you haven't already, it would be great to see you in our private learners group. It's a place where you can connect with other listeners of the podcast. You can connect with other people who are also learning English just like you. Uh, chat, ask questions, share recommendations, all that kind of stuff and I'm in there, Olivia's in there, we can all chat and hang out. So if you're interested in that, the link to join will be in the description wherever you are listening to this episode. You can click that link and join the group for free. Come and hang out and chat. So uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, I think that's everything. So yeah, let's get into the episode. Okay, so the first author that we're going to talk about today, the first writer that we're going to talk about today is Jane Austen. So Jane Austen is an English novelist. She was born in December of the year 1775 in a place called Steventon, which is in Hampshire in the south of England. Hampshire is a county, it's the same county actually that I live in currently in the south of England. Um, and she wrote books, uh, basically wrote romantic fiction, right? Romantic fiction uh, was sort of the genre of books that she generally wrote. Uh, and the books that she wrote were set among... Um, basically kind of like landowners, people who could people who owned land and would rent it to other people and lived off of that money. They didn't have, you know, normal other jobs or whatever. So this is, she's writing about a kind of specific social class within Great Britain at that time. Um, at the time it was called landed gentry. Uh, I had no idea what that phrase meant before I prepared for this episode, so I wouldn't worry about that. But basically, yeah, she was kind of writing about people of that kind of class. Um, yeah, making social commentaries and different things like that. Um, and yeah, she's become one of the most widely read writers in English literature. Um, she is often praised for her use of irony and realism and the level of social commentary that she has in, in her books. There's a lot of a lot of things that were well were very relevant to the culture at the time and maybe even still today can be seen as uh, as relevant in some ways. And so um, you know, nowadays she is uh, she's appreciated by scholars and critics. She's appreciated uh, as a great writer for who she is, who she, who for who she was. Um, but like many women authors, like maybe many female authors at the time, she published her books anonymously. So this was a time when, uh, certainly in the UK, but in a lot of places, really generally around the world, uh, it was just generally thought that women really were supposed to be focused 
on on house on family on those kind of um yeah those those kind of those kind of things and so the idea that a woman would dedicate herself to writing was kind of seen as like not necessarily that she was dedicating her life to writing but it was that she was not dedicating her life to these other things that supposedly society told her that she had to do so um when she actually when she actually published her first book uh the first book that jane austen published was called sense and sensibility that was published in october of 1811 um it was it was described as being written by a lady so you know on the front of a book usually you have the title of the book right in big letters and then slightly smaller below that you'll have the name of the author so it said sense and sensibility and then under that it said by a lady so it's clear that she wanted to preserve her own anonymity right her to she wanted to stay anonymous she wanted to stay unknown but it seems that she still wanted the world to know that this book was written by a woman so i'm not going to hide completely uh behind that so yeah she 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 wrote her first book in the year 1811 um and that initially sold pretty well she sold out her first production of 750 books which at the time was quite a lot because what they would do is usually the publisher would pay for a certain amount of books um, and then any profit made from those books the publisher would take any money that was made from those books the publisher would take uh, and then you know uh, they would give a percentage of the profits beyond that to to the to the author to the writer so once they'd sold the initial 750 books then Jane Austen would start to get a certain amount of percentage of all of the book sales and things like that and um, the reason I actually mentioned this little detail is because that's quite interesting because um, her initial production of 750 books was notably higher than what most other authors would do at that time um, and the, the couple of reasons for this is because one there was a relatively low amount of people that would actually read at that time either because they couldn't read or because they couldn't afford books that just wasn't something that working class people were really investing in but also it cost a lot of money to make the books so the more books that you make the more money you have to make selling the books to make sure that you don't lose money overall right so um she seems to have uh well it's, it's not clear whether it was uh, this was because of Jane Austen, the author, or whether it was because of the publisher, but they seem to have been quite confident that it was going to sell well, uh, and it did. And so uh, all of her books after the first one, after Sense and Sensibility, all of her books afterwards were, it, it said, by the author of Sense and Sensibility. So instead of saying by a lady, it said by the author of this other book. So people knew about this other book, it was starting to get more well known. Um, and so Jane Austen's name never Never actually appeared on any of her books during her lifetime of course now you will see her name on on books but uh, at the time they all said by the author of sense and sensibility and 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 that was it um, so after the first book she then went on to publish what is probably her most well-known book which is of course pride and prejudice um, it's actually a revision of another it was at first called first impressions apparently uh, but she revised it changed it added some some different things and it came out as pride and prejudice and uh, pride and prejudice sorry and that was released in the year 1813 um 
that was even more successful than the last and that book was actually even translated into French. Now Jane Austen didn't know this but it was being translated into French and, and being spread around France which again was quite notable because this book was talking a lot about um, quite specific things to, to England and English culture and the way that um, the English class system was kind of set up so it was kind of surprising that she was uh, you know gaining lots of popularity um, even outside of the UK um, and she was even being read by the prince at the time who was to become George the fourth of England um, and she actually ended up meeting him interestingly uh, the king's librarian he had actually suggested to Jane Austen that he, she, sorry, that she dedicate her next book to the prince. Um, she didn't like the idea of that. She didn't. She didn't like the prince. Um, she thought he was. Well, she didn't like him. She thought he was a bit of a womanizer. He wasn't a very nice and honest person. Um, and so she actually ended up writing a bit of a, a satirical critique, kind of like a comedic uh, critique of, of of him in a kind of way later on. Um, but yeah, she, she published a few more books to uh, a mixed levels of success, let's say, uh, until she eventually fell ill in the year 1816. Um, and she continued to work until she died the following year uh, in 1817 at the age of 42. And the rest of her writings were then published after she died. Uh, she wrote seven novels altogether and she did a few other works, short stories, articles, and even contributed to some plays. So uh, yeah, that's a little over overview of Jane Austen to get us started for today. And so the next author that we're going to talk about today is Charles Dickens. So Charles Dickens is another English writer and social critic who is often regarded as one of the greatest writers of the Victorian era. Uh, remember when we talk about the Victorian era we're talking about the time in which Queen Victoria was in power, this time we, we talk about that as the Victorian era or the Victorian period. Um, and yeah, he's created some of the world's most memorable characters and plays and things. And um, he was he was very famous during his life. He enjoyed uh, a lot of popularity, and still to this day, a lot of his novels and short stories and characters are still very popular and are still being uh, reinterpreted and remade and uh, all this kind of stuff. So um, Charles Dickens was actually born in February of 1812, and he was born in Port. Portsmouth in the south of England, which just so happens to be the same place where I was born. Not that that means anything, but anyway, I was born in the same place as Charles Dickens, just in case you were wondering, which you definitely weren't. Anyway, uh, Charles Dickens was born in February of 1812. Um, he actually left school at the age of 12 to go and work in a factory because his father was actually in prison because of some debts that he had. He owed some money and so he actually had to go to prison for a short while. So um, Charles Dickens actually left school when he was 12 years old and went to work in the factory to support his family uh, during a period of about three years and then he returned to school um, before he then started his writing career as a journalist. So Charles Dickens actually edited a weekly journal for about 20 years. He uh, he wrote 15 novels and hundreds of short stories and different non-fiction articles and lectured around the world, performed readings and all kinds of stuff. But alongside that he also um, campaigned quite vigorously for children's rights, rights, sorry, children's rights, for women's rights, for education, and all kinds of other things. Um, and so, um, interestingly enough, starting out, he wasn't necessarily 
aiming to be a writer. He he actually enjoyed mime and physical artistry, acting and things like that. Um, and when he was young, he didn't really know what he wanted to do, but he knew he wanted to be famous. So uh, initially he was drawn to the theatre and um, the story is that he actually had an acting audition um, for somewhere in London, which he was preparing for a lot. He prepared meticulously for this audition, studying the character that he was going to be playing, but he actually then uh, didn't end up being able to go to this audition because he was ill, he had a cold, he was unwell on the day of the audition. Um, and before he had another opportunity to go and chase his dreams of being an actor, he had set out on his career of being a writer. So I mentioned that he started out as a journalist. Uh, he got a job as a journalist on uh, the Mirror of Parliament, which was some old sort of political uh, newspaper or magazine. Um, and he, he actually worked in the House of Commons. He used to work uh, yeah, as a political journalist. Um, he started working early in 1832, um, and yeah, he would work as a political journalist. He would journalist, sorry. He would work as a political journalist. Uh, he would like report on the debates in Parliament and travel across the UK to cover the election campaigns and different stuff. And um, and so his journalism was done in the kind of sort of in the form of little kind of sketches. Had kind of comedy in it and different things like that. And um, all of these different things that he was writing um, were actually used to to form his kind of first collection of pieces um, that was, you know, his first kind of solo thing that was put together. Uh, that was called Sketches by Boz, and that was published in 1836. Um, and that was quite successful, which led to him uh, getting a proposal from some publishers to to start working with another artist. So he was he was asked to to write text for some images that were that were being created by a guy called Robert Seymour in a monthly uh, monthly publication so this guy was creating these these kind of images these little stories and things and so Charles Dickens was asked if he could write to you know write some kind of story and dialogue to go along um, to go along with these illustrations uh, now unfortunately the guy who was originally creating these illustrations he actually died or he, he committed suicide um, not long after they started but Charles Dickens seemed to really enjoy it and he wanted to continue to write some of it and so you know to continue some of this story so we actually hired someone else to to start doing these illustrations um, and that then became what was known as the Pickwick Papers and although the first few episodes weren't very successful um, after the first after maybe like the fourth or fifth episode and they introduced a few new characters it started getting really really popular uh, eventually selling over 40,000 copies um, and so uh, Charles Dickens was was credited not just for his kind of comedic abilities or his writing abilities but also actually for his skills as an entrepreneur and as a businessman um, he was writing in a time when the printing press was uh, was still quite new and still being popularized he was traveling around the country to promote his his books and promote his work in all kinds of new ways he was kind of working with different advertising um, companies and different things like that and so um, yeah he's credited not just for his kind of uh, comedic and writing genius but also for those kind of skills um, and so he continued with this this series that he was doing that became the Pickwick Papers um, eventually until he, he fell